when I have blessed people, what a mighty time in the church. So we wake up this day to the reality that I discovered yesterday, that the country is not that much, the country called Kenya, and raised so many cripples in this land, and opened so many blind eyes, and still promising greater visitation, uh, the country of Kenya, where the revival is throbbing and vibrant, and many millions are turning to Jesus. The country that has been the sample and the example for such an enormous end-time revival, the revival of righteousness, the revival of repentance and turning away from sin, the revival of holiness. Yesterday, we woke up to the shock that actually the media in this land has indeed been publishing some fake vitriol and lies and fake news and even arranging pictures on the front page uh, absolutely unbelievable cover page, uh, headline page in this land to blackmail the Lord and his two mightiest prophets. So this is the reality we've woken up to this morning. And uh, today is when now I have come to terms, I'm beginning to come to terms that this country can do such a thing against the Lord Jehovah. And so this speaks so much about the times we're in. And it's very, very important. It's going to be very important. I know there are a lot of meetings happening right now. They're trying to bring the media to account. There are many meetings going on today as we speak now that are going to bring the media to account. There is already outrage from several quarters uh, in this country. And as we speak, there are meetings going on now that are now planning to bring the media in this land, the fake media in this land, to complete account. But uh, in the process of the church, we need to understand that this is such a time, it's such a time in the history of the church when we can look back and see what our Lord Jesus indeed went through, when they blackmailed him, when they spoke against him. And, you know, he is the Lord. He is the Lord. He is God, God the Son. So you can imagine what he went through. I mean, I thought that if the Lord had not veiled all this from me, from the first day I started uh, uh, preaching, I mean, uh, disseminating this kind of uh, blackmail and malice and paid propaganda, uh, I think probably in the snap of a second I would have cast this land. And it would have headed south. It would have headed way south. It was a very bad direction, totally. And I think a lot allowed time to pass so that I am able to synthesize, the two prophets can synthesize this, and see the spiritual meaning of all this. But again, now, this goes a long way, like I said, to emphasize to you that this is not your comfort. This is not your home anymore. This world is indeed not your home. And the Lord is using all this to awaken us to the fact that the world will always be hostile to you if you stand for Christ Jesus. And if you walk in righteousness, and if you pursue holiness, and I know that there is a very serious set of meetings going on right now in this country right now that are now deciding to bring the media to account and asking for clear apology to the Lord and to the two dreadful prophets of the Lord on the open blackmail and malice they have published or published over time and for some reason the Lord uh, kept, uh, kept uh, us away from knowing this we're focused on the mission of the Lord but I mean it is still important to see the spiritual value that the Lord is saying that this 
world is not your home. And I think the church and the Christians need to take this wonderful lesson from it and say that we need to press forward now for our heavenly home where you will go and find the safety of heaven and the peace and eternity and the rest of God in heaven. This is a greater reason now to celebrate. Why? Because now you understand that surely, yes, you are walking the righteous way. You are walking on the highway of forgiveness. The only way the fake church, the fallen church, can join up with the fake media and do what they did in a country where the Lord has raised so many cripples. I guess they expected that I would cut the land and probably now move, out, move the revival out of this country to another country. But now the Lord has instead jailed up. He has jailed up a greater love in the hearts of these two for this country that the devil may fail in his mission, but Jesus may succeed. However, like I said, this morning we had phone calls from, mem- phone calls from members of parliament who are saying they've been watching with a lot of pain and anger and agony to see how open, or this was open, anyone could see that this media is paid to attempt to character assassinate and blackmail the two servants of the Lord that have done so much for this country. And we received a lot of phone calls also from high authorities to this extent. So there's a lot happening now to bring the media to account. But meanwhile, as a church, we need to focus on our mission. You know, when the darkness becomes greater, this is the time when we need to shine the greater light of Christ. And I think this is the time when we need to step out and bring out the love of Christ. We cannot say now that, you see, we answer teeth for tat. Let the authorities do what they're doing. But however, as a church, we are commanded to love. And I know it's very painful to love at this time, but I want to give this direction that... Uh, as this correction is being done by the authorities, but we need, we, we, we owe this world love. This is a greater calling now. It gives us a greater reason to understand that the world really needs Jesus. If they can really, really, really publish the things they have published in this land against these two most dreadful prophets of the Lord, whom the Lord has sent here to do such mighty work, they could do all this. That level of persecution is what is characteristic of the calling that you have. If they can do so, it really bespeaks the fact that there is still greater need. The nation is crying out for evangelism. We need to reach them more with the saving grace of Jesus. And uh, I know that these two prophets do not have the chance, the opportunity to pay back by uh, cursing the land. They don't have that chance. They don't have that bearing. If they did, it is going to be a tragedy. It is shame to see what has happened to Venezuela and Haiti and the related countries, Nepal and so forth. And that's why, again, I bring this to your attention, that this is the time of darkness when now you need to shine a greater light of Christ as the body of Christ. You need to go out with greater zeal, greater power. You need to go out and uh, the purpose of going out now is to be able to bring the love of Christ, to bring the salvation of the grace to the people, because it looks like the nation is crying out. If they can really do this, these two tremendous servants of Yahweh, the servants of heaven that are Lord from heaven, the cloud of God is moving over them and settled on them, then you can imagine what they did to Christ Jesus. And that's why you should really take solace on that. You should, you should now focus 
on the fact that you have not suffered even unto death. You have not suffered to the point of death, beloved people. But the Lord is using this also to make you feel a little bit um, homesick, to make you want to go to heaven now. You know, sometimes there's a comfort on this earth. Sometimes there's love. Oh, we love the mightiest prophet of the Lord. Oh, we love him. He raises our cripples. Jesus sends him to us. He pours the blood of Jesus here. So, so sometimes that love can be very deluding. And that's why sometimes the Lord can allow such so that it becomes a vivid reminder to us that this world is not our home. And that's why precious people, what an awesome time at which now to focus on eternity. I did not know at all. It was very amazing in the night to discover this and find out that the church was in That you people were in distress. You're wondering, what is this going on? But anyhow, now the authorities are meet right now. They're taking serious account. They have decided to bring the media to serious account. I mean, very serious, uh, but it's not in that league. We're, we're, we're not in that uh, quarter. For us, ours is to disseminate the love of Christ, the salvation of Christ, and to enjoy the suffering. I want to enjoy this. I love it when there's this kind of war, uh, because it reminds me of the coming battle when the church will have been taken away. When the church will have been taken to the will have been taken to heaven, to God's rest, worship in peace forever where there will be no blackmail, no malice, no anger, no sin, no death, where there will be eternity and the presence of God face to face with our creature. Uh, at that time, where the two prophets will encounter the Antichrist, but you can now see that the spirit of Antichrist is already in operation, except that the man of righteousness will only be released after the Holy Spirit is lifted at the proper time. So the Lord is using all this as a big reminder that please get to this place. It's going to be worse. It's going to get bad. There is no way I would have picked uh, the stripes. There is no way I would have come to rebuke sin on the earth and become their friend. This is absolutely awesome because this is the mark. These are the stripes that you in me. And those of you who are feeling pain yesterday, I'm just receiving reports this morning. The church and the church. People are repenting and the sackcloth. People are waiting to the Lord. This is true, yes. Because they did not know what would happen if the two prophets of the Lord sat before the Lord of all the earth and cast the land. Of course, it would, dem- it would demolish the revival and smash the country and head out to hell. And the Lord would definitely move his servants to a different venue, uh, Israel or wherever, to begin starting this mega revival for the coming of the Messiah. But thank God that has not happened. The Lord has won again. And now we are at this place when we're looking forward to Bungoma. Now we are going to do even greater meetings. Now the, the Lord is going to send this to end. We are going to we, we are going to rebuke sin even greater because now we know that ever since Belengai, we really, really inflicted greater damage on the devil. Ever since Belengai, you see there's been a lot of these uh, tumults and the, the devil comes, the snake has been riled, I think, injured and wounded. And uh, the Lord showed me quite a few things this past night. Uh, how the enemy was bruised, you know, and uh, in the dream. And so this tells us that we are walking the way of the Lord. And there's no way this world will love you. Jesus said, this world will not love you. It will hate you. It has hated me. But if you walk after me, the world will hate you. But it's only amazing to us that the fallen church has joined hands with the devil to do this. And that too reminds us of the fact that Jesus 
was actually killed by the Pharisees, by the house of the Lord then, by those in the status quo in the house, in the church. And so we need to soldier on. This is now a greater reason to evangelize Christ more, to do bigger meetings. I want to do greater meetings now. I might even have to postpone the meetings abroad a little bit for next year. Uh, maybe one meeting this year or so as the Lord will lead. But to now focus here, because I realize the Lord is inflicting big damage, greater damage unto the devil. And it's so painful such that even members of parliament called us this morning, they've called us and said they want to summon themselves, they want to gather themselves and decide to bring the media to, to, to account. Because they say they've been watching open blackmail, that character assassination, open, although there is no rule of law. And also other quarters of the leadership have called and said this is totally unacceptable and they are taking action and there are meetings going on now. However, as a church, our role is to reach out with the evangelism, with the gospel, and because this is the nation crying out to the Lord, look how terrible our state is. Look how vitreous we are. Look how venomous we are. Please reach us to the saving grace of Jesus to neutralize our toxicity. So this is a nation crying out uh, to you people, the Christians, you need to reach out more, you need to love them more, you need to lead them to Christ more, you need to baptize them more, because this is now the cry of the nation that please evangelize and transform us to the blood of Jesus. So I bless you, beloved people, and I know that I've received reports from the church that there was a lot of pain yesterday, but now you can sit back, uh, you can now have remission, you can now focus on the heavenly and the spiritual lesson that comes out of this. Because the Lord must always win the way he did on the cross, and this must always happen if the Lord has sent you. Again, the Lord warned and he said, this world will not give you peace. And he said, this world will hate you because you belong to me. So may the Lord bless you as you prepare for the coming of the Messiah. The revival meetings are greater, more people are receiving Christ, more people are repenting. It's amazing that the effect is opposite. Because more people are receiving the Lord Jesus, more people are repenting, more people are now joining this big move of God. Somehow, the effect they had intended, the Lord is very powerful. Because whatever they had intended, now there is the opposite effect. So may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.